Recognizing the lines? No, I just, that one popped in my head and it's been going through my head for a few minutes. Because if you have the script memorized, then I see no reason why you're not... Did I not tell you I'm auditioning for Mazeppa? Oh, is that what, Miss Mazeppa? Miss Mazeppa, yeah. So, as part of, so you, as part of the audition, you've... Learned the lines. Right. Of course. Yeah, of course. So... Where do you what do you have a production that you're auditioning um, for? Yeah, this is the uh, uh, Aurora Community Players uh, oh, Gypsy. Yes, they were just in a lot of trouble. That's that's right. Yeah, a lot of them went to jail. Uh, that's right. And so, are you sort of stepping in and taking their place, or mm. or is it totally unrelated to that? Am I no? No. Okay, okay. <laughs> it's more so that uh, I'm taking advantage of an incredible opportunity because I know that yeah, no one ever... Yeah, taking advantage of those poor actors. No, no. The higher-ups, no. the, oh, okay. the puppet masters. You're taking... You're ta you're punching up in this. Listen, I've ran this past my fellow actors. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, they have nothing but support for me, so... And they're union guys? Oh, yeah, these are... Uh, Union adjacent guys. Union adjacent. Yeah. Interesting. They play outside the. They play. They play outside the. Um, it's like Oriental, a band. Oriental theater. Oh. It's a band and a troupe. Uh, but that is yeah. It's it's a band in this context. That is who we are getting to uh, be our, our gypsy band, if you will. Okay. For the Aurora Community Players. But you're not. You're gonna be playing Miss Mazeppa. Well, with any hope, I'm just auditioning. Yes. But you're auditioning. Here's and the thing. All the all the flack that the Aurora Aurora Community Players have gotten in their yeah, higher I mean, ups sued, their board. Like sued. Sued up. Lawsuits. Um, jail time. Yeah. Very real ramifications. Tears yeah. on 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 local TV channels. That's I right. saw. I mean, the the day that it happened, they were playing footage of one of the people who was in the crowd describing what had happened and what they did. Yeah. And she was crying and crying, and they wouldn't. It was like hours of this footage. Yeah. I don't know so, how they. It, it was it was so successful. Obviously, it went viral. That's how they they had the money and the and the commitment to advertise this one yeah. story for so yeah, long yeah. but it was truly moving i mean and the and she will be in the production as well she's I gonna mean, come the audience member yeah, what's I mean, her name i mean what a draw oh Catherine donahue Catherine donahue yeah. yeah so that's and she is of the donahue <laughs> family not a real so. person i know i hope so too <laughs> anyway uh yeah she is of the donahue family uh railroad <laughs> and Railroad. That's right. It's yeah. so funny that it was. They were a, on the Aurora uh, Railroad. It was Aurora a railroad, railroad. Re related incident. Yeah, it and, was an Aurora Railroad related incident. And 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 the American Wildlife Foundation. That's right. Termed it as one of the biggest railroad related wildlife extinction events ever. That's right. Well, it was a production of Starlight Express. Oh yeah. That um was you know a revolutionary thing for the community i mean for those that don't know the story obviously it's a huge story it's a huge story right now, i mean this production it of, has uh, been like beating down the headlines as they say that's right yeah so you know starlight express takes place on a train andrew lloyd Webber. i mean we're not gonna go into him right now but obviously yeah. listeners huge know fan. how we feel yeah we're huge fans 
Yeah, yeah. Yes. That's right. Listeners yeah. know that we love him. And yeah. so when I think about that story, mm-hmm. about how he came, how he wrote it, yeah. Um, it, call, I don't know, call me Catherine Donahue, but it brings a tear to my eye. Mm-hmm. And I think about him on the train, Yeah. you know, and looking, looking out past the zebras and the wildcats mm-hmm. and just... Um, and just counting them. That's right. And that's the first song. That's right. It's yeah. Zebras and wildcats. Yeah. One, two, three, four. Yeah, I love that. We part. love these wildcats. Have you noticed that How four? Some more. Four is on. Um. So the number four is said spoken on a C or sang on a C sharp. That's right. And, um, and C sharp was actually. Um, the name of Andrew Lloyd Webber's fourth boat, except it was spelled S-E-A sharp. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. he had all these sorts of musical themed boats <laughs> because C, it's a note. Well, yeah, that's, I mean, oh my it God, writes only, itself. Only a master like Kyle Double we could come up with some. I, I mean, uh, that's a word. That's a wordplay. That's a joke on so many levels. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, first, let's break thrifty. it down. Yeah. He's thrifty. He's thrifty with his jokes. Yeah. He's economist. Yeah. I mean, you gotta, it has to work on at least three levels. Yeah. In order or else to... he'll ditch it. He'll yeah. Throw it overboard. Think about it. Cats. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. They're cats. Yes. Uh-huh. Funny. Uh, they're yeah, cats. They... Cute. Fu- yes. Adorable. Uh, uh, and they shed hair everywhere. That, yeah. Uh, three. <laughs> yes, uh, they're yes, cats. So, yes. I mean, and, come on. And, and think about in the first number of Starlight Express. Zebras and wild cats. Oh, it's a callback. That's a little to, homage. Yes, wow. Which actually was the the name of his first show, oh, little, my, little Homage. Oh, Little Homage. Yeah, and it's it's about a um a very 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 tiny homage, which I thought was pretty funny mm-hmm. when I went and saw that. But anyway, you were gonna. So you're bringing the name of this theater back into the good light with That's your right. potential portrayal of Miss Mazeppa yeah. in their upcoming production of G Word, well, the musical. Yeah. After, um, of course, this this uh, this unfortunate tragedy that uh, the theater higher ups have refused to answer for. I'm hoping that they will be a little more lenient, a little more open with their casting choices. I mean, and allow me to pursue this role that I've. Uh, felt destined. So I, let me ask you something. Yes. When they see when they take a look at your resume, yeah, and they see th- one of the number one features on there, mm-hmm. Crab Lord, um, uh, in charge of or copier, but very important and responsible. Yeah, however, well, you kind of, um, however you kind of pitch it or. Twist, right now, my my title has, uh, as as uh, you know, as listeners know, uh, grown and and de- detracted over the course of uh, the time of this production. Uh, well, right contracts now. evolve. Contracts evolve. Every they have not set in stone. I mean, what contract has ever been set in stone? Uh, may, maybe during ancient Rome. But this, <laughs> we did forum last week. Get the fuck out of yeah, here. Yeah, it's not time for that anymore. Yeah. Um. Now we're in the nineteen. Uh, 1925 20s so i mean if you want to be talking about uh flappers and burlesque yeah maybe the contracts were set in um a type of like um a type of okay a a special t- ink oh uh, i you wish want... you wouldn't have said that oh. i wish you wouldn't have okay i'm sorry I'll, oh shit what it go ahead so it's, it's paint special i i don't know you said ink and that was now i don't have yeah, any, any, no, anywhere to go yeah. from that i'm thinking ink paint dye 
Um, that's all. That's all the same thing. It's all, all the same. Exact thing. You're, what are you writing thing. a list same song thing. over here? Yeah, maybe I'm. Maybe I should uh, run this past Steve because you know he says don't do them, but then he only does them, <laughs> and he never does any other kind of song. I don't think he says, which pisses me off. I don't think he says don't do them. I think he says yeah. like. He, he just forever looks down on them. But then, yes, he has written so many of them. That Sometimes you have to write a, lif- a list song. Yeah. And and even the greats like Andrew Lloyd Webber yeah. mm-hmm. will write list songs. Well, like that's the, what the first, I mean, the first exactly song Starlight the, Express it. Zebras, zebras and wildcats. One, two, three, four. Yeah, exactly. Like, what? <laughs> I mean, Sondheim would say it's redundant, but he's an oaf. Um yeah, I have buffoon. I mean, that's the whole point of this podcast is to make to it lampoon fun. him and try to like yeah. try to get Andrew Lloyd to listen to it because he knows. Oh, you know when you said that word lampoon too, he he, he was like really cut him to the core. Yeah, I mean he who Sondheim or Lloyd? Uh, Sondheim. Yeah, it, it probably is making Lloyd Webber in stitches right now. Am I yeah. right, Andrew? He's probably in fucking stitches. Yeah. Am I right, Andrew? Andrew. Andrew. Mail us. <laughs> the name of the show uh the, this show i'm not sure if i want you to say it. okay um i'm not sure i am gonna say it right if you, i i would say it so maybe it would be better that you say it. i don't know my lines i'm not off book yet for this Are part you for real so but i knew i thought you were just looking at your phone just to be like i don't know playing word cookies or um well i was actually uh uh my my script wouldn't load, so I was actually off book a while ago. But yeah, I was noticing that some yeah. of your lines were not. I mean, I know that I wrote in there a line where you talk about how you were gonna hunt down um, whoever whoever let them get all those zebras in the building and make them face justice, but you yeah. never mentioned that. Um, yeah, well, I, that is obviously, uh, you trying to hamstring me into, uh, some, some part of this controversy that my I hamstrings don't are like, and while I was working as tech for do, this production, uh, yes, it was yes. not my responsibility thank you, to thank you. Uh, corral any of the zebras right. in the wildlife. You know what? The name of the show is Sond Time. Time. Just that. Yeah. And, um, and I'm Alex and this there's... My oh, name did you, is uh, this is Perry. Perry, did you want to introduce me? Uh, I was hoping to introduce someone, like maybe myself. For you once. could maybe introduce the name of the of the show that we're covering today. Right, Sondheim. No, the name of the musical that oh. we're covering. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's... So you could maybe do that. You right. Could maybe do that. Uh, we could. We could. This is you know dead air. We can cut this out. Well, but I you could. You will have to edit this part. I out mean, but oh, but then when we skipped it, we'll punch to Alex, you. Alex, yes, we talked okay, about sure. this. I don't want to be canceled. I can't I'm... not be canceled this month. Okay, I. So if I say the name of this and you and 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 you and 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 just yeah, okay. I get the flack for it okay. and you're not going down too, I need. So are you saying that you need me to say it? At the I'm same saying time? we should say it at one, two, three, the same time. Okay. Ready? Yeah. One, one two, two, three. three. Gypsy. Oh, oh, god damn it, Perry. Uh, Pear, Perry, come back, Perry. Perry. I'll let you, I'll let you sit over here, okay? Does that, does that make you feel better? Shh. No, it's okay, it's, um, 
I, I, I have to check my phone. I have to check my phone. Your antipathy for the Romani people is none of my business. No, no, no. no. That's okay. Listen, <laughs> people. I was doing some research online about people like you, people who <laughs> are so prejudiced. And there was, oh my God, I dropped him. But, you know, they used to, uh, there were, uh, nobody knows where the word comes from. Some think it came from, they thought they were Egyptians. Isn't that interesting? That is interesting. I'm yeah. sorry, my mentions are blowing up right now. Yeah, because I have been canceled. Thanks to you. Yeah, are you getting um? Are you getting uh, ratioed right now? <laughs> I don't even know what that word means, but I know that that's what you're probably getting right now. But yeah, I I don't even you know what that is. You are getting ratioed. I, I wish, bet. I wish I, I bet had you some are getting ratioed. Guidance for what that even is. Jesus I mean, maybe Christ. I could reach out to. Well, you know what I was reading online. Um, I was reading online that, um, that, you know, some, t- some people think it's not a slur and some people think it is. So yeah. Wait, who's saying that though? Online. On- <laughs> online. Yeah, I know. But who are these people online? The, who I, the, it's anonymous, anonymous editors of a wicked, they don't oh. post their, scrawl their names on it because like, <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. There's something to say for well reclaiming a term, especially if it's from the group. I know, because you know what? I'm sure that nobody in the... But you know what? Here's what I say to people oftentimes. I'm like, look, the, I'm going to tell you that they're like, what musical are you covering this week on Sondheim? <laughs> they often come up to me in the street and on the train. 13 times a week, yeah. Yeah, and I, and I make sure when I hit 13 that I stop going outside because i can't get more that's than that. right that's yeah too fucking you many. start start doing my method that's funny yeah, yeah. well i just yeah. figure if we both do it it's gonna make the show more fun yeah yeah and then people will be like oh my god it's, i wonder what time they're yes. on i don't want to risk yes. it yes yeah. yeah they don't want to risk it because we would have to fucking set ourselves on fire that's perry's method that's right um if someone says a 14 mm-hmm. 14th recognition yeah Oh, it's, <laughs> that's right it's it's based off of the dream demons of um of uh, Middle Ages mythology. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Well, 13 being yeah. uh, the sacred number, and then, of course, the 14th uh, misaligning that number. Yes. Uh, throwing off the balance, the great uh, shaking of the cart, Yes, you will. I mean, I'm adding a little of my own uh, mythology, of course, but it all comes well, no, from the that same all, place. Well, no, but that all is, from what from what I've read, is uh-huh. totally true, including the part about the cart yeah the cart the cart the sh- yeah probably one of the most important parts goes up the tracks yes no matter where it's going it's always going uphill and it, it and 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 keep in mind they didn't have steam power at the time it was the middle ages so um people were pushing and pulling the carts mm-hmm. well these were yeah and momentum uh, based carts hill carts there's um yeah, there was like. A, I mean, I could do a whole separate podcast about roll, uh, roller coasters if you want, but that's and they're but they're not roller coasters. Oh well, it depends how you look at it. Is that is that what your parents say? Because you know they have a little bit of a bias, Perry. Uh, yeah, of course. Of course, uh, they're gonna because, say everything is a roller coaster. Uh, they're gonna say, oh, look at the road. It's a, the autobahn. That's a, the longest roller coaster okay, ever. Okay, okay, okay. You know, that's uh, not what they're saying. The so cars, now you're putting they're, words. They're gonna in say, look, it's a track. The road is a track, and the cars are cars. They call them even that on. The yeah, track. well, that's true. No, it's not that, but it's but that's roads, and that it doesn't matter. Yeah, Cause but because one is just for fun. You never and the go other off one the road. Is getting around. You're staying on the road. And in the Middle Ages, the carts were used to transport corpses. It was very important because it mm. kept away disease. Okay. But anyway, people ask me, they ask me in the street when they're one of the first 13, they say, um, what's this week's 
episode going to be about? Mm -hmm. And I say, um, look, I'll be real with you. The name of the show is considered by some to be a pejorative term, to be a, um, a, a slur. Yes. Um, however, did you know that um, the show is about a person who used the slur as their name? Oh. So. But it's still a slur. Sure. Yes. Um, yes. And, and, I say, and I tell that to them. Yeah. And... And yeah, and they they just walk away. In real life, do you think there's much conversation about this in relation think, to this honestly, show? Oh yeah, I actually don't think so. Yeah, I don't either. I, I really, honestly, truly don't think so. Yeah. Because in the world of Broadway, they're all like, yeah, like the attitude. Like, and I'm laughing because I that's an interesting thing, not because I'm like, who fucking cares? Yeah, because you <laughs> think yeah, because you do think it's important. No, yes, yes. Oh uh, yeah, so we'll just cut out the part where you said no, which was at first. <laughs> And sometimes some people say the first thing you say is the truest thing, but um, that's right. And I'm also, yeah. Okay. Well, we'll just leave it there. Where? That's it. All <laughs> no, right. No, See no, ya. No. My my mouth. Is <laughs> um. Okay. What I was gonna say. Uh, yeah, I don't think that there is conversation around it because yeah. people in theater are all like, yeah, like I'm, you know. I'm a little bit of a gypsy. Mm. <laughs> They're all like, hey, look, I'm a fortune-telling gypsy. I mean, literally, like, like, uh, you know, this is an art form where, like, at the time in which this show takes place, it was like, the show itself, Gypsy, is historically inaccurate because there's no, like, outrageously racist blackface performances. Right. So this is the kind of art form we're dealing with. Mm-hmm. You know, it, tra- it like in a way, and, and I think that also is. Um, You're talking about vaudeville. Yeah, and to an extent, also this era of musical theater too, because right. I think about the show itself. Uh-huh. I think it the show kind of traffics in um, tropes a little bit. Right, pastiches. Yeah, and it's like, especially like Arthur Lawrence. He's he's so, um, you know, you'll see, you know, women acting like women and men acting like men. <laughs> Which is very specific for Arthur Lawrence. Right. And for for folks of the time. But I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> you know. Whoa. I want to just tell you that if you're looking for, um, if, if the, if, if, I think it's a great conversation to have. And if I was. About direct- the title. Yeah. And if I was directing Gypsy, I personally wouldn't direct it because, one, <laughs> I would be worried about telling people about the name of the show. Right. Also, um. I would be worried that people would think that the show is um, bad. Yeah. Um, I kind of think that it's not, again, with these earlier shows, I don't think it's 2019 savvy. Right. I'll be honest. Yeah. I mean, that's what always sticks out to me, because you can remember it without the clunky Lawrence lines, but there's so many un PC lines in right. the show. Okay, so you're not you're not just talking about the title, you're talking about the actual talking show about the now. Actual show now. Yeah. It's true, but uh, you know, I also think that you know, a lot of the artistic personalities and some of the like free willing things they say also are like now too though. So I think That's it true. Is, there is a lot of yeah. identifiable humor. Yeah. And so in that way, I think it's almost like 
you know, it's not unredeemable if you wanted to. I mean, I know it's not. No, it would work. But I know Patty Lupone has gone on the record being like, yeah, Mama Rose is a good person. That's what they all say. That's what they all say. And I'm I'm conflicted because on the one hand, it's like um, I do feel like the writing of the show. I don't think it does necessarily like aim to paint her as a good person. I think that the general original like Arthur Lawrence tone of the show. I know he's made um, he's edited the script or and he has opinions about later on but I, th- I think still consistently even with the edits the tone of the show is like um well like look at this lady she's not a proper woman <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean it's like she's eating dog food and she's been married too many yeah, times yeah that's a good point yeah. and then like i just like it's really over the top honestly mm-hmm. like uh, louise comes out and she's like mommy why do i have three dads and it's like right. a laugh line because it's like oh my god she got married three it is there's yeah. so many lines about it of just about like mm-hmm. well this is not traditional housewife uh 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 behavior right um yeah it's such it's so tough because at the same time you know on that level you could argue that the spirit of the character in that time as in that when that character actually would have existed is yeah. like almost like moving forward yeah. feminist issues in a way. Yeah. In the sense of, I well, don't it know. Do, it does. It does. Like, it's so weird to me because you could totally look at it in ways where it's like, um, where it, like you can look at it from a more, uh, up to date, feminist perspective Mm -hmm. but i think that they're both things are there yeah because it's also like playing it's like it is 1925 so it's like playing into these like um these things i mean the the reason why the character is is so controversial to so many people within her own world is because the character exists in that time so inherently in that time the character is an outlier right yeah Right, that's right. Because she's not a traditional person of the times. But at yeah. the same time, we're all familiar with this type. Yeah. And in fact, um, you know, the the, I feel like even people who haven't seen the show are familiar with the Mama Rose kind of character because it existed before the show and was also, you know, enhanced by the show. Right. But I think it's interesting that everybody is like, Oh, Mama Rose is actually cool, in- including like um, Gypsy Rose Lee herself. <coughs> yeah. Have you watched that clip of Ethel Merman on the Gypsy Rose Lee show? No. Um, it's like it's this is like some, because you know like j- another thing I think is really weird, and I kind of don't understand how this whole situation was. Like I have no clue. But uh, you know that Gypsy Rose Lee and her sister, um, what's June, were at the you know premiere. Oh, they, they went yeah. to go see it, uh-huh. and they were like, they they just watched like scenes from their childhood. Yeah, from you know what they say stage. about that. They said, um, I think she says it in this. She says, um, they came, they come up to Ethel Merman and they said, well, you weren't you weren't my mama, but you were you sure were really good. <laughs> They're I mean, like, they're like, yeah, that wasn't really what she was like, but that okay. was a great play. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know, I don't know that any actor would ever want to be like you oh, were you, exactly you like, like my. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, we're just gonna watch this for a little yeah. bit. Yeah. 
Is that her? Yeah. That's Gypsy Rosalie. Yeah. This is some kind of joke. Did she have a popular show? Yeah, it's like a talk show. It's like proto... But it was popular? I think so, yeah. 1967, I guess, talk shows have been out. Yeah, they were... They're, I think Ed Sullivan had been out. Yeah. And this is old Ethel, too. I don't know what that means, but look at that fucking hat. This is after she had played... All the parts. Yeah. Including Mama Rose, right? Yeah. Okay. What is the joke that she got a present of sausages? She got sausages, but they she's wearing them like a scarf. Says the that's the joke. I guess it was funny when she took it out. It was. It was surreal. Yeah. I like how surreal it seems to be because it looks like. It doesn't look like a set. They look like they're in a hotel lobby. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. general take and that's and they're like and they they talk about it they're like yeah people saw the show and thought mama was mean but i don't get it she just she got us trained for showbiz you know like yeah and um, it's oh god i actually it's conflicting right because it's like yeah it's a more refreshing take than just like the sort of like um like kind of like overtly 50s sexist like man take which is just like look at this crazy broad like being right. all irresponsible that's true and then especially now yeah exactly 67 and so but and so this is like a more positive because I, I also i don't think that the point is to like shame mama rose but it's like yeah um but then they're like no it's good the yeah. issue is they think it's good and i say well the len- some of it is child abuse because she just <laughs> kidnaps random boys <laughs> <laughs> literally so yeah but maybe they could address that, you know? Um, yeah, well, the part that I think that kind of bothered me about that was that, you know, I guess if you're looking <laughs> at it through... Sun. Well, now if you're looking at it through a 2019 lens, it's like, yeah, yeah obviously, like, like a daughter isn't, isn't, like, forced to work in her father's grocery store or anything. Yeah. Like, that's not the line of things we want. I mean, yeah. I used to have those pro- kinds of problematic thoughts... And shit. Where you were like, why isn't this guy's daughter running the store right now? No, remember <laughs> when I was like, fucking Nora Jones, why aren't you like Ravi Shankar's, why aren't you like fucking playing the sitar and stuff? I, I don't, don't remember when you grilled Nora Jones for not learning the sitar. <laughs> <laughs> but It's one of my more problematic moments, I well, think. Yeah, and so were you like accosting her like in the street? <laughs> This is actually not a joke, Alex. I don't know if you remember this, but you called me out for it. I called you out? Yeah. When was it? You and Joe when we lived. Oh, my God. Me and Joe sat there and called you out? Yeah. 
That's embarrassing. To who? <laughs> to me. I think it's embarrassing to me. I'm still embarrassed about it. Because you were saying, Nora Jones, why don't you be like Robbie Shankar? Yeah. I didn't know that they were related. That was the whole, that's the whole thing. It's Nora Jones, right? Fuck it. I, like, I don't even know who Nora Jones is. Is she a writer? Because in a way, Robbie Shankar is a writer, so... Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, she's a... She just plays pop music. I thought she was a writer. I don't think so. She's an American singer-songwriter. What did she do? Songs. I don't know, but the point is, like, I don't know, that, that, that idea. There's so many different ways. It's so confusing to talk about this, because, like, on that level, I'm upset with those statements, that they're, like, condoning this, like, why shouldn't you do exactly what your mother doing and is forcing you to do? Yeah. Like, that's because that's what's actually happening, um, if only by circumstance. I mean. It's so weird, though, because, like, Rose, was Rose an actor? Like, the character? Was Mama Rose, like, a failed actor? Or a successful actor? No, I don't think they touch on that a lot, except yeah. for the end, which which seems to just the more important conclusion being like she never had the chance to like, yeah, actually show her stuff. I feel like there's I feel like Arthur Lawrence is really hip on being like um like the, some like Freudian type, uh, like oh you see this uh, secret desires of yeah. A, I mean that's. I that's, love that shit. Too. Me I mean, too, I me honestly too. love I this show for like specifically the showbiz personalities. Yeah, like, I, I agree, and uh, like I'll I'll admit like I I, I had not maybe su- uh, seen it through like uh, the lens um, of like what, Looking what for you're problematic talking about. material. Yeah, no, but honestly, like yeah. just just because like the that stuff gets me even in the problematicness of that like that yeah. i was just watching the melda stun i was about to say melda marcos i, I keep doing that <laughs> and um and uh yeah there's just i i don't know there it, it paints they they really did know who they were fucking at least from the professional perspective like from the um you know showbiz perspective they yeah. really did know who they're talking about like that's in that true sense. and that that is like the opening um statement of sondheim as i was just kind of skimming back through the chapter yeah um that, same that you know this was like him and arthur had just come from west side story where they were trying to write for street toughs mm-hmm. and now they're like they get to write for their moms basically yeah and they have never been happy. And they're like, oh boy. Yeah, they have, both of these guys fucking hate their mom. I mean, I don't know if Arthur, I don't know anything about Arthur's mother, but Sondheim yeah. hates Sondheim his mother. Confirmed mother hater. Confirmed mother hater. And I, th- with, I mean, with good, uh, with good reason, you know. I think that I think that like you know even, because uh, look, I'm I'm not trying to like I'm not trying to cancel my boy Steve. We can't cancel him because he needs to he needs to make more work. Yeah. We gotta get more out of this guy. Yeah. But and I, I overall my overall view of him is that he's a good guy. Mm-hmm. But you put know, an asterisk in that I asterisk at that point. Because everybody carries with them, you know, the the types of oppression that they've learned. Yeah. And naturally they came up in a very like a time where misogyny was run of the mill and they hated their moms i don't know if right. arthur hated his mom but mm. sondheim i could just see him being like you know you could just hear like I, yeah, I think that he may maybe inside deep inside maybe has you know just like some internalized you know hatred 
of women. Yes. And maybe that's something that we could do a show about about him because it's a lot of this is the Freudian unpacking. Yeah. And he probably knows that. He's probably working on it a lot yeah. about himself. I wonder, yeah. Um, that's interesting. Because it actually doesn't really come through in other shows. I think it's it comes from Arthur's writing. Because mm-hmm. in other shows, like in Sweeney Todd, the men are villains. Right. But in this one, I think about, think about like, um, we know how the female characters are portrayed, but think about how the male characters are portrayed. In this show? Yeah. They're mostly like, a, a character like Herbie yeah. is mostly like, um, I love that character so much because just like being a person who has like, uh, who has gotten the, you know, masculinity, gone to masculinity school. Yeah. <laughs> and I did graduate from that, by the oh. way. And um, Herbie is like, this is like only a man can write this kind of character because he's like, he's just a guy who his only fucking crime is caring too goddamn much yeah. about this family. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. If he's he just too good of a man. More crimes. <laughs> does he have more crimes? I, he does. He gets really up. He goes and is very upset when, um, when, because uh, Louise does stripping. Yeah. Um, yeah. And some would say, you know, maybe he should take a more sex positive approach. Yeah, that's a that's an interesting point. If he had been able to be there for her rise to fame, you know, yeah, if could he have done it in a, uh, yeah, more sex positive way? Maybe he would. Maybe he would. Um, you know, be cool. Yeah, but then, uh, you know, that's also, I think, I don't know. Maybe that was just like I think that had less to do with Louise and more to do with Mama Rose. Oh yeah, and how. I don't know. Big fights break out. Especially, uh, I think, I don't know, if you could also play it, like, because he's also, this is just another chance for her to, like, keep going with stuff, and I, yeah. th- I bet he's also, he's also like, I thought we were going to get married. Yeah, know, he's stuff. looking for the run, run um, the, the run, the, the slowdown. Yeah, the run of the mill slowdown. So yeah. it's like, you know, I don't know. He is like, all right, here's characters that he's like, <laughs> buddy. He's like Buddy. He's like Buddy. Um, and like Amos Hart from Chicago. Okay. Uh, John C. Riley. Yes, his character. Other yeah. other men have played him. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> Just the one I know. Well, you don't have to... We, we know that you're... <laughs> He's a star. We know that you're personal friends, but you don't have to... I don't know what kind of perk he's giving you to like... JCR. To, to bring his name up in the podcast... Um, can I tell you, can I break a secret to you? It's up to you. Okay, well, maybe edit this out, but I really want to tell you this right now. I'm going to be production assistant to JCR on Sorcerer's Apprentice 3. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Production assistant to JCR? Yeah. Yeah. So whatever he needs for his role, I'm there. So you just wanted to tell me... Yeah. Personally. Isn't that exciting? Um, yeah, that's cool. Uh, yeah, no, I think that's good for you, Perry. I'm actually really happy for you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'm excited about it, actually. Okay. Uh, All right. Yeah. That's cool. So, I... uh, so, but did you want me to edit that out of the podcast? Uh, 
I mean, I probably should, right? Well, uh, I guess it depends on when this comes out. If, I mean, if they're already in pre-production. if it's going to happen? No, I, it's, it's confirmed. Okay. Yeah, but Con- who knows if something would go Contracts wrong. Contracts have been Somebody signed. calls John C. Riley and tells them, or just maybe leaks to John C. Riley that you were saying certain words, start with a G, on the show, and and <sighs> play that clip for him. And, and we'll, you know, maybe someone has connections at medium.com. And we get a little write-up of, Perry Cowdery still thinks this is okay. Here's why that's fucked. And then it's like six items you don't know about Perry. And then we'll see, then we'll see if John C., if JCR wants to work with you. Listen, my phone is on airplane mode, and I I have not acknowledged any of the flack I've gotten yet. So I don't know if it'll even hit JCR's ears. I mean, if I know my boy JCR, he is not in any of that shit storm he does, yeah, he Twitter scape. He famously uh, doesn't even use computers. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. Just his wears hands. his bowler hats. I know. And, he, and and when he takes them off, he reads books. He doesn't look at a screen. Yeah. Why would he? He's researching well, roles. Well, some say that maybe he would get more roles if he went online. Because I, I honestly mm, haven't seen him in a movie. Mm, what, was last, what was the last time? What was his last feature? Sometimes Alex was talent last, uh, just on a, speaks uh, through. Uh, on, a, on a Netflix uh, well, there's obviously this is Source of Apprentice three. There's Source yeah. of Apprentice two. Jesus Christ! Well, was he in My that? My favorite I never movie. Even saw that one. Yeah. No, and the Sorcerer's Apprentice is that with Mickey Mouse? No. Are you sure? Yeah. Oh wait, yeah, that is with Mickey Mouse. Okay. You're right. Yeah. So does John C. Riley play alongside plays. Mickey Mouse, or does John C. R- does JCR no play Mickey Mouse? JCR in the, movie, the is... live action version of Mickey Mouse. No, no, I'm sorry. No, no, no. JCR is. I can answer quickly. Yeah, right. But okay. I will answer in my allotted time. Sure. That I sure. choose to use when I wish after uh-huh. stalling for at least okay. five more seconds. And that's yeah. And just go ahead with that. One, two. Nice. Three Mississippi. I did four Mississippi. Taking five live, Mississippi. Yeah, right. John C. Riley okay. plays the sorcerer. Oh, Mickey Mouse plays, plays the, the sorcerer's. Ap- yeah, yeah. God, no, the sorcerer's but apprentice. They enchant the brooms together, right? Is that not true? You're thinking of Fantasia. Yes. Yeah, that is. We see that movie in the film, but that is it's in not, the background. This is not that movie. Yeah. So what makes it different? It plays from in the that? upper right-hand corner. What makes it different from the version of Mickey Mouse where he's dancing with the brooms? Um. Well, it's what you might call a little Easter egg, a callback, because see, there's a scene, of course, if you had seen the movie, where Mickey Mouse uh, opens a closet and it's filled with brooms. Yeah. And he's he says, "Oh my gosh, what John C. Riley?" And that's and what that's such a good brooms? impression. And That's John C. such a good impression. And I can't do a JCR because he'll kill me. But He's like, hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. I was just so, in my trailer. So. <laughs> oh, Any you, more mints that, around? You know he's going to feel scathed when you, hey, when you talk about Hey, I've been eating mints all day. My stomach hurts from all these okay, mints. Okay, Alex, I told you that in confidence. You <laughs> cannot. <laughs> it was like, honestly, I like wasn't able to watch... Uh, Step Brothers the same again when I when I knew about how many Alex, mints Alex, when Alex, you told sh- me sh- about sh- how many mints sh- he was eating I'm like Will Ferrell's practically like okay uh, shriveling up uh, on account of his breath is so minty okay first of all edit that all out and second it's, of all you know it's I told you in confidence yes. that John C Riley loves to sit in his trailer and eat an entire bag of York mints 
And there's nothing wrong with that. If that's what I'm he needs, that's the kind of thing I'm going to be... Sub- ab- okay, well... Not that there's anything wrong with that. Seinfeld, you know? Classic joke! <laughs> oh, not that there's anything wrong with that. You know, yada, yada, yada. Uh, yeah. Ugh. Hashtag pride. Month. Just, yes, hashtag pride. Um... Yeah, okay. Yada, yada, yada. Well, I thought you might like to Sondheim know that. Sondheim collects Lamborghinis or something. What? <laughs> Some kind of car. But I'm guessing it's a Lamborghini. You think so? Yeah, he has garages full of cars. I don't He's like, like to imagine. Really? He also has guns. He loves guns. He, he, like, he loves the thought of killing people. Yeah, do you think he... I don't know if he has done it, but he at least publicly loves the idea he wrote a whole show about, do you think he ever went around with a gun while he was writing Assassins? Being like, wait, mm, what's this like? Are you talking about Steven Sondheim? Yeah. How do we get to Steve? The, you said Steven Sondheim has plenty of cars. Oh, I was talking about Seinfeld. Did oh, I say Sondheim? No, I'm, I am almost positive you well, said Well, you know, Sondheim. I'm always thinking of the, of these names. Yeah. Uh, that was what we call a podcast snafu. I, what who uh, did you just start did you just make up that hashtag right? have you but has that been a hashtag though will you have been the first one to use it podcast snafu is I that know. what you said let's see okay podcast snafu podcast hashtag podcast snafu yeah podcast snafu podcast snafu you can't let the like, S's... is there an apostrophe um podcast snafu podcast snafu <laughs> yeah because they it's the, apostrophes it's the... and hashtags uh yeah well they will let's see they will yeah they Is that will a new feature? they will when this one hits I yeah because they because it's gonna be through the roof numbers yeah. hashtag podcasts you getting the apostrophe I don't know if there are apostrophes <laughs> and hashtags ever make sure you get that apostrophe no results found I you don't might have to use an ever. underscore instead I think we're about to start something. Hashtag podcasts. And and it's for our po- our podcast snafu, the snafu that our podcast had. Yeah, Sondheim podcasts snafu. Was when I was talking about... Um, you said Jer- Jerry Son- Seinfeld. So- you said I, I said Stephen Sondheim to talk about yeah. Jerry Seinfeld, but yeah. I meant Seinfeld has cars and loves the idea of killing. Yeah. I don't know about Stephen Sondheim. Oh. I don't think he has cars. No. I don't like to imagine him without. Uh, I don't like. To... <laughs> no, I don't like to imagine him driving himself around. Oh, he would be too tired. Yeah. He's he nods off. We know we know. Yeah. That. He's that kind of guy. Yeah. Even before um, he grew to this age, I'm not saying that I'm, um, uh, that I'm elderly abusive. <laughs> no. No. We've never said that. Um, I don't abuse them. Yeah. I... That's what that sort of is what I'm... And that, yeah. we're, we're, we're building a... Another podcast snafu. <laughs> Pod, yeah, another snafu for our podcast. Our podcast snafus are sitting at high numbers this month. Um, and I'm okay with it. Because it stirs up controversy and that gets us listens and likes. 
can we watch more of something? Put on the PBS. From where? The beginning. I want to just watch this beginning because when I was watching this last night, I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Do I really have to watch this right now? Unstoppable. I don't like it. This uh, production. You don't? Not really. <clears throat> I, th I feel like she's, she's like, I just don't, I don't think that she's like a refreshing take on it after Patty. Um. And I just don't, I, I dislike things about the production in general. I feel like it's just like a really like, I feel like they're just going more dead on with it. Like with every take. Um, okay. I like her. Imelda? That's about it. Alright. I think it's a well-sung production. It is a well-sung production. She's got a good singing voice. Yeah. She is a great singer. She is a great singer. Um, uh, I think it is... Great diction, I would say. Yeah, I can understand every word. Yeah. I'm not sure I can say that with any other Mama Rose. Yeah, because Patty... Every word, like... But Patty, Patty... Patty did yelling Mama Rose. Yeah. Everybody knows that. And I think that just in terms of yelling Mama Rose, I like Patty more. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like she puts more, like, choice into her... Her To me, I feel like her acting of it is, like, a little bit more, like, what seems like realism to me. Yeah. And Imelda, I feel like... I think you should watch the rest of it. Okay. Because the parts unfold where... We get a more clear picture of, like, like the end of Act 1 is pretty devastating. You, she does a bunch of stuff, a bunch of physical stuff, that yeah. is pretty interesting. If not substantial, it's interesting. I'm a sucker for physical stuff. And she does a lot of, like, shaking and oh, stuff, which yeah. is pretty brutal. And her Rose's turn is brutal. Really? Um, I'm telling you. Like, maybe we should maybe just watch that. We should maybe Because that's at least incredibly well sung. Um, but I feel like performed. everything about the production, though, is, like, everything else is just, like, so dead on. Yeah. I don't like anything else, pretty much. Yeah. I think, you know, I don't like Herbie in this production. Nah. And also... No, I agree. And also, the, uh, they don't have chemistry. Um, no, and it, it, I feel like the whole production doesn't have chemistry. Like, yeah. I feel like the scenes kind of just, like, plunk. The yeah. ones that I watched, I mean, like... It, I will say this about this show. They really front load the more tedious scenes in the beginning. Yeah. Because there's just like, for one thing, the show starts out with you watching children doing terrible jobs. Right. Um, which is like a big thing I want to harp on about yeah. this because I think that they, that's another reason why they were having such a ball is because they got to write bad on purpose stuff. Yeah. Um, which is just an excuse for him to use all of his actually bad lyrics that he just knew were bad, but he yeah. was like, but I still wrote it. Yeah. Them being Arthur Lawrence and Steven Sondheim. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, but wait, this, this production, I feel like was clunkier than most. Yeah. It doesn't have good flow. Mm -mm. Um, there's a bunch of weird stuff with it. The Uncle Jocko, I mean, just right off the top, I don't like his performance. He's yeah. way too physical, and uh, it's distracting. And he's delivering, he, like, screams all the lines. And the way that also, I, I think I kind of disliked her from the beginning, and I maybe had, like, a bad, uh, I was not being open-minded enough, because I feel like they, her introduction is so important, and I feel like the 
scene with her and Uncle Jocko didn't really work, and it was kind of like, I think it was partially Uncle Jocko's fault. I think fault. it was all Uncle Jocko's yeah. fault. But he was not, they were not, it didn't see, seem to make sense. Yeah. And these scenes are so, um, you know, they're, it's the opening of the show, folks. Yeah. And it's Uncle, yeah. And it's Uncle Jocko. And then there's just a, the general thing with this production is that, <clears throat> um, I, the last note I wrote down before I went to bed is, uh, kids can't hide British. Kids, oh my god, one of them really can't. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, that's, but they, I mean, was this in England? Yeah, I think so. Oh, okay. I think so. That's fun. I think it was a West End production. I gotta say, though, they are really good at American accents, like the Brits in general. I mean, most of them, but the older ones. The kids cannot do it for yeah, shit. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, London run. Um, it, that, it stinks of Lonnie Price. I mean, it's seriously like, extra, extra. Just look at the headlines. Oh, yeah, yeah. Headlines. Well, the kids Astonishing are Astonishing so news bad. is being... That's, it's, that's kind of meta, though, because the whole beginning of the show is just about, like, nobody wants to watch kids. It's like, okay, yeah. they, I mean, they, to be real, like, that's something I kind of like about the show. I kind of like this choice of pacing, but it is something I always notice that, like, there's that one time that the number goes on for so long. Wait, which one? And she keeps doing, she keeps coming out and going, like, ah, ah, and oh, doing, yeah. like, her Well, kicks. the first time. yeah. I don't understand. Okay, let's talk about that just yeah. inherently with the show. I don't. I kind of like that. That what the the fact that it goes on for so long because yeah. it's like fucking with the audience in a certain way. Like part of the joke is that like you can't believe it's still happening. Right. And also, yeah, I, especially it was not staged well in this production. It's much funnier in the um, uh, in the in the patty in the patty version. Yeah, it's because, really funny in the patty because version. the kids are much better in the, the patty. Kids They're are better. Much American better. kids just know. Yeah, you know, our kids are British kids aren't, aren't cut out to be stars. No, they are like. I mean, okay, honestly, if you were doing Oliver though, yeah, but they can't consider yourself. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, there's like they would that would be yeah. like the back and nail the cockney because, because they really are made to act in yeah. in, show, in troops and shows. Yeah, and but they're not they, even paid for it. They're just thinking about. I, I swear to God, the only thing that could be going through those kids' heads is thinking about uh, trying to speak in an American accent. Like, that must be the only thing. Yeah. Or at, at least a huge... I mean, I'm not trying to criticize, like, or whatever. It's a, I mean, accents it must be are a hard. Huge, I, yeah. can't, I can't do accents. Totally. Yeah. And I mean, just experientially, if you've been alive longer, you've had less time to work on accents. Yeah, So, yeah. like, um, that's a thing. And then, uh, so that just... I don't know. That I just thought that was funny, and it really kept taking me out of it so yeah um you know i honestly i, I was very persistent about making you watch this and it's because <laughs> i was informed that it yeah was you a- were not like i haven't slept uh listeners for because <laughs> perry calls me and i tell i tell them i'm not gonna be able to watch it tonight and still they say they keep arguing with me and to to the point where i don't get to fall asleep at, at all yeah i have a special uh, alert that I uh, yeah. can send Alex where um, the phone, uh, even if you silence it or turn it off, it still makes an alert noise. Even if you don't read the message, yeah, it still it, uh, alerts you. So I can I can theoretically keep you up all night. Yeah, and you do. And you actually, uh, if I'm not mistaken, this is not something I've confirmed with you, but I'm almost 100% sure that it's true. <laughs> if you, um, you, in fact, edited my actual hardware of my phone... 
it was on a day that we were remember we were in here we I cannot just, confirm we or deny done a show and I was in the bathroom and I, I cannot confirm or I deny I came back and the, my phone was open like cannot you could see the hard or chip and the and the software inside and Perry was plugging in like little uh, wires I told you that was for the app the Sondheim app yeah, which by the way has been just crashing my my battery drains like instantly. It takes up it, a lot of battery. It says that it's because this app is running, and when I open the app, just a blank screen, just loading. Okay, you must have some older model, or maybe like not an Apple or something, because. And by the way, you would think I would get it for free because it's my own show. Um, like making no. me pay the forty dollars. Yeah, well, I mean, there's so much in there. That's what I'm saying. It drains but, so much battery because, yeah. uh, the, I mean, it's it's every. It's every book right. about Sondheim. It's yes. every score. It's every yes. version of every score that's ever been printed off or saved in a Google Doc. And because we scripts. want all of them. We want all the different cuts that people have made. So yes, you get right. all the different opinions. So you're agreeing. You, all this stuff should be in there. And I should be given it for free. I think that there's no mm, no problem no. With charging the listeners forty dollars because they'll pay. Uh, well, the listener rate is fifty. I mean, you're getting a ten dollar discount. I, you, well, you didn't have to say that on the air. Oh fuck! But I guess they already knew that I was paying forty dollars because I mentioned it. So maybe we both fucked up a little bit. All right. Well, so uh, podcast snafu. Podcast snafu. Number three. Oh my god. Podcast snafu. We're getting up to four. That's going to be crazy when we hit four. I like mean, Andrew Lloyd Webber's fourth boat, C-sharp. Oh, Remember that? Wow. That's like counting the four, like Lloyd Webber counted the four when he was looking at the goddamn zebras. <laughs> Call back. I would love if there was a actual boat just mm. named C-sharp. I think there probably is. And we can't confirm that Andrew Lloyd Webber doesn't own it. Because we don't know who owns boats. Sea Shark, no. But nice try. See, yeah, that's a fucking boat. Oh, yeah, that's right there. I'm gonna have to just sue them. Because we'll get, I, I'll get my team on it. I have been. I'm invested in this as well. Yeah. This is, I mean, that was a, 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 a golden bit. I mean, I have to admit. I have to give it up sometimes, yes. Alex. I don't believe in you a lot of the time. But uh, that was yeah. uh, number one bit for me, for sure. Yeah. Of That I did? Yeah, this number one, yeah. So what were some that didn't work out? Oh. Just so I can know for, like, future, well, this, do a better job. I mean, it might be faster to say that um, th this is a one-item list, so. That they didn't work out? Oh, uh, no. That but they did. That did. So this is your number one favorite of my bits, and that's the end of the list. Yeah. Okay. As of right now, I mean, yeah, that uh, this is showing so some, much potential. I'm gonna yeah, I mean, thank you for saying that, <laughs> because I'm going to work on them, and... Please do. And I'm going to wow, I'm going to wow everybody. Okay. I would love to hold my fingers up like this. The listener can't see you, but wow. <laughs> And like I'm when gonna make like a, if I think, I think if I make like uh, yeah like uh, that's think of how I have to have my lips when I'm making that yeah uh, yeah and you can imagine the you oh. can imagine and also mom potentially uh, but okay. we didn't do that yet <laughs> yeah so what, what what were we saying though um this production this production again I think it's well sung it's rotten oh no it's it's well sung it is well sung yeah um ahead. except for Herbie he's not a good singer who is this like guy? he's traditionally not a good singer I really wanted to say that because. Um, there's something about well, Herbie. Dumb. Well, come on. I love that. 
The Herbie on the Ridge and the Herbie in the Patty are great Herbies, and you know if it's a good Herbie because he's has good pitch, but he has he's supposed to be like Arouse. Like he's he's like he always does that, you supposed know. Supposed to be struggling. Arouse. That's like a <laughs> sick like um lyric. Great I think Aw Rose is like Rose. one of the best lyrics in his Sondheim's yeah. arsenal because it's just for it just gets me. And I don't know why. And mm. so that's what makes it kind of magical. Well it encapsulates a lot of things about the character. Yeah, exactly. He in, can really put a lot of his acting into I mean that. when you talk about a a character that uh I don't know. Rose, I love you yeah. <laughs> but don't count your chickens. That's a um, six. I mean, a lot of these songs are fucking dope. That's a general take. I love... You think only a man could write that part? Oh, for Sondheim writing a Herbie? Yeah. I think only a man would. <laughs> I don't yeah, think a only woman a man would, could. A woman or I wouldn't even have interest <laughs> in writing about such a pathetic character. Well, it's just because, like, it's it's like the ultimate, like... It's like the most sympathizable character ever. And I yeah. feel like some, I feel like Arthur Lawrence must be like, this is me. <laughs> just the way it's written where he's just like, yeah, his only crime is like being too goddamn nice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, um... it's, it, it could also just be like a stock kind of character that like, I think a lot of these things is they're represent, they're refer <laughs> referencing fucking tropes and, and signature bits of the time that were problematic in and of themselves. And... I'm sorry. But we're not getting the reference. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm distracted by this. I'm just... I, I really... And did, you're distracting I me. really did not like this guy. Was the, he the guy the who plays... Herbie. Herb? Yeah. Peter Davis. Davison. Yeah, um, okay. You know what? They really didn't have chemistry. When they did yeah. their small world... Thing. Yes. Okay. It was exactly. Frigid. They're uh, okay. First of oh, all, oh, it was like weird. First, it was like I don't even want to see you guys on stage together. It makes okay. you feel weird. Here's my take. It seems like a theoretically interesting um, staging device to where, but at first, it uh, okay. So they're on opposite sides of the stage. Yeah, they stayed so all. far away from uh, each other. at the start of the uh, the scene where they're where they're yeah. talking about, which is supposed to be like. I mean, when uh, Imelda gets to her line, it takes a lot of, whatever, oil to get you back in the frying pan. Oh, yeah. It's like this, it's like this, like, sudden sexiness. It's yeah, like very, it's very, it's like, yeah. It's, it's very out of nowhere. You're like, oh, they're seducing each other? And it's like, I was yeah. not aware. And they, Well, because they also have lines that they're like, I don't know, like, the, they have the lines make it, you have to have it so that it's like, just natural to us that like yeah they couldn't resist yeah this romance but right. this is like they're like there's so many problems with this plan yeah i don't know if we should do this i don't know <laughs> it's just like it doesn't work because uh, they seem they really seem to think what they're saying yeah and and yeah but could and that it's, be a direct a directorial choice it's possible but also i mean just so i i try i had went through many things at first i was like why they're so far apart yeah this is not sexy at all it's not seductive, um, and then, uh, and then the music starts, and they start getting closer. And, yeah. and I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. They use the music to like sure. elaborate on the emotion of the scene, but then at the end, they're just like holding hands, or they're just like yeah. in each other's arms or and something. It seems weird. Yeah, it seems uncomfortable. I'm pretty sure in the Patty version, they're like 
making out. Yeah, like, no, the in the Patty it. version, yeah. it's like really convincing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Patty, <clears throat> Patty, like rocks that show so hard that she has a gravity and she just yeah. has chemistry with all the cast members. Right. Yeah. And it, you know the end. Yeah, it feels like two humans talking to each other, and yeah. not like two people stating lines. That's it, what I like about that scene, though, from the like showbiz personality mm-hmm. perspective. Again, is that everything about their relationship is basically revealed right there? Like yeah. they both like say essentially like the the arc of like what will happen. Yeah, with it's this like relationship. so ridiculous. He's yeah. like, he's but it's like, only like a, a type of that's only a type of thing that like a person like showbiz yeah uh adjacent would be like you know oversharing like that in yeah, a way yeah. um, just being like i'm looking for a wife to settle down yeah with. <laughs> it's an assumed kind of like yeah. camaraderie which is like i mean if i guess i don't know maybe i could get you to be my wife <laughs> <laughs> i doubt it <laughs> no but they're like both supposed to be into it and it's yeah like, I, know, I know i know it's but okay it was really like when he said that he asked her kids he said it in such a creepy way yeah and then her face reacting to it yeah, was, yeah. she was like this freaks me out but then her line is like yeah that's hot i don't know what she actually the says, laugh so was like, weird too which makes me feel like it's not just like a, a, you know a british thing or it's not this is not just directed for british audiences or something <laughs> they're like and oh this, this I don't is know, like that me was and going, my wife that was going through my head i was like maybe i'm just not british yeah this is not they maybe they just like love hearing the lines so much that it doesn't matter how they say it i yeah, don't know yeah um that could be it no that's a huge fucking uh general you could be br- racist against british people <laughs> I think that's the one thing. I guess thing. so. Look at that's these. That's like the one thing that I Look think is okay. pasty motherfuckers. Seriously, I think that Brit, like, like you can't be racist against Irish people even, but you can be racist <laughs> against British people. I really think that's the only one thing. It's the only one we have left. That's the only one we have left. <laughs> well, uh, we're putting that on your reel right after your, uh, oh, all, your Jesus other, all your other podcast snafus. And there we are at number four. Yeah, there you Steve are. Sharp. Um, <laughs> what was I saying? Uh, yeah. So Listeners I, are going to have these inside jokes on shirts. Uh, yeah. Sharp, that's going to be on shirts. Um, yeah, though. <laughs> um, it's going to be on our pod swag. He, and then, yeah, in the fucking, what is the other song they sing together? Um, You'll, You'll never, never get, get away, away from, from me. me. Which is a, a great song. He's much better at like the patter. I don't lyrics. think I made it to that song. But anytime he has to sustain a note, I'm just like, oh my god. Yeah, I mean, oh, you were saying you were in the middle of saying something about how maybe it's just British people, but then you. Have oh right, thought. that's right. Um, the war, World War Two, affected them a lot. No, it. <laughs> I don't think that's. <laughs> no, it was. Is there a collective colonial? Um, that's not a ancestral remembrance <laughs> that they that informed the this production. Sure, but yeah. it's Lonnie Price. Okay, He's Lonnie tough. Price. Also, he directed it for the screen. Yeah, and I, I just, think that's probably not the director of the I was, production. One of the reasons I wanted you to play the beginning, yeah, was because the overture. When I was watching it, I was like, "This fucking sucks." <laughs> like they did it in like yeah, it's like the style of editing is like iMovie. Like they have like, <laughs> but even in the show, they project they do projections that are like that. Yeah, like it's they, also PBS. But it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's weird. Though. I kind of like it. I kind of like it. I like it. I, I like the um, I will never not stand for PBS. I like the filming of it. Just yeah, fine. The, the editing. Yeah, the like the projection like so when they're going in the car. Yeah, 
and you there's like, like the projection of the road. Yeah. But it's like already, I think, I think it's like weird. I don't know how to describe it. Like the, the, um, projection has this like fake aged effect on it. Yeah. So it's like, oh, this is like film. Yeah. It real. looks like sepia filter on iMovie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And it's like, um, you know, in the past they were able to make things look old because right. they had old things. Yeah. But now, because we're in the future, I think you have to be careful with projections because sometimes they look so stupid. Yeah. And the whole thing of them Talk being about this in the into the woods. Yeah, episode. exactly, exactly. It's like the the thing of them being in the car and it being so representational. That's already a thing. Yeah. And so there's like just there's too many layers going on when they're in the car, and I I love the doors opening up. Yeah. But then the projection was pissing me off. Yeah. I don't hate it as a concept. I guess I wouldn't mind it if the project if the projections were just better. Or they weren't so jarring in a way. Like, I don't think they've really... project. I think projections are becoming a, a big thing uh, in just theater overall. Yeah, um, it's a little bit too uncanny for me still. And and I think that in a lot of ways, they still have to find a way to balance it in the same way that, like, a lot of sound design in theater is really, like, not up to, like... Yeah, it is, in terms it is of, like, like, similar. In terms of, like, what I want to hear, um, I feel like it's still so much, like, vocals are way up top. Yeah, yeah. And the band is way down here. I kind of thought this... sounds like a, and it's in a tin can or something. I kind of thought this mix sounded like shit, especially, like, the... Yeah. The whole I, overture I, was just <sighs> bumming me out. At, like, it's this, you know, it's supposed to get you excited for the show. Yeah. I was just getting, like... like the, and there's all these shots of the conductor, and he looks like such a asshole i <laughs> like he's like living it up and i just don't i'm like that's not you know in this kind of like in this kind of overture i don't feel like he's as cool as he thinks he is right now <laughs> for what he's doing you don't think so i mean okay i'll say this i think the mix is the part that's weird about it to me yeah I bet it sounded so cool in that theater, though. Probably, that probably did, yeah. It had, they have a huge orchestra. I think somewhere in these credits, they're talking about the... Or, they credit the orchestrations, which leads me to believe that there's a lot of people in there. I mean, I don't know. It's probably, like, 10-person orchestra or something. I would hope more. Probably more, yeah. Uh, but if it was an original orchestration, yeah, it's it probably, like... When I listen to this overture, I'm like... This is, like, dope if you're, like, if you think that, like, trumpets sound awesome. <laughs> but That's... I I don't even, I just don't like the way they sound. Like, the, the, their signature sounds, like, yeah. I don't like the sounds that much. Uh-huh. And I was thinking, like, you know, I get that it's just an acquired taste. You can say the same thing about, like, a lot of guitar tones. It's just, yeah. like, it's just, like, look how of a, of a fucking obnoxious noise I can make. But it's <laughs> cool because it's, like, you just have to play a specific yeah. way or something. Are you talking about just uh, 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 Just the overture. Yeah, but I, the mix of the overture or just the use of trumpets in the overture, like as a Both. in the okay. I'm not as excited about trumpets as as some. Yeah, um, one of my notes was you have to have a very good trumpet player to play this score. Oh yeah, in that first overture, there's so much bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but to me, I'm just like you know, I'm sure that's really hard to play, but I'm like, I don't even like it that much. So I'm like, <laughs> why why not even just play something else? Like yeah, I think I would like it more if I didn't. How no. would Miles Dave play it? <laughs> Miles how, would Dave. how would Miles Dave get to it? Um, I don't know. He'd probably make it all cool. Yeah, I think he would. Con he would swim through it in a different way. Yeah, I mean, yeah. definitely swim through it. Yes, he would. He, I mean, Daddy he was famous for swimming. <coughs> he 
through the notes. That's why they called him the swimmer. Yeah, that's right. That famous short story is named after Mild Dave. Yeah, that's a great story. Um, yeah. I love the part where she drowns. (laughs) But I I don't love that she drowns, but I love the writing right there. Yeah. Yeah, it's very expressive. It all rhymes, which I thought was weird. And, yeah, I won't try and do it. I don't, I don't, I actually don't know the story. Um, no, that's not a, that's not the, that's, okay, anyway. Uh, what were we talking about? Oh, uh, just the whole thing, oh, I uh, just the whole production, we, we went, we went projections to sound design, to orchestra, yeah. to these guys, the conductor, big piece of shit, fuck you. Yeah, um, I get I, I think, here's what I think. I think if I didn't know how egotistical and annoying some trumpet players were, I think I would like it more. Okay. That's all I have to say. But you have a personalized hatred. No. I like trumpets, but they have to be really good. Yeah, that's what I think, too. When they're bad, it's like... Get the fuck out of here. It's like, yeah, come on. You're not making the... You're not making it any better <laughs> with your... Clams! I don't know what I'm saying. Um, I heard so many clams. What else? About, yeah, I don't know. I Do you want to watch Rose's turn? Yeah, yeah, I'll throw that shit on. <laughs> okay, but some of the lower British people are lower in the totem pole of actors are, like, not good at accents either. So if you're young or low on the totem pole. Yeah. That's the qualifications I have for this. I like this staging a lot. Yeah. And the lighting. One, uh, well, they finally... I mean... Uh, they finally made it simple. The, yeah. <laughs> she's, like, going full Shakespeare with it right now. I bet she's done Shakespeare. I bet she's been some shit. I mean, she's British. Oh, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. This is how they are. You're also seeing it co- out of context, so it's not gonna... No, but I... But I... But I... But, A, con- a note I had from earlier was lights. Too many cues. <laughs> I noticed that during, like, some people, there was, like, purple fucking blue lights yeah. in the living room. I'm like, why? <laughs> I don't know. That's cool, though. I'm not talking about that. That can yeah. stay. Yeah, those trumpets are <laughs> showing off. I don't know. She's like this the whole time, though. What do you mean? 
I think that she's like she's like this level of intensity like the whole time. That's the thing. I'll just I don't know. I think it's a British thing. <laughs> just uh, <laughs> But I do love when people get all over the orchestra pit. <laughs> you think it's a British thing to have a sustained intense level of intensity? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> no, I feel like I don't think that's usually unfounded. The you think so? But sometimes they're like this. Oh, that those clarinets are so, oh, it's so dissonant. In this I think part. they're doing it on purpose. Yeah, I know. That's so cool. Yeah. The mix sounds overcompressed. I feel like it's not highlighting how low she's going. That's true. I'm Maybe guessing Lonnie Price not. also mixed it. I do know what you mean about the physical stuff because I yeah. do like that kind of acting because to some degree it's like it like it's hard to make that kind of shit up you know like yeah there's a lot of the shit that she does it's like you have to just like have anxiety to know these <laughs> things <laughs> that's why I feel like it's so good yeah <laughs> like what she's, yeah she's she's like she's like George Hearn level of I gotta make a gif of just this when she's silent yeah yeah no, actually, that's a great idea. I like, I want to speed it up and play with the speed because it could look like she's talking. Yeah, it's true. What did it get me? What did it get me? <laughs> she mostly does it really well, though. Her diction is perfect. Yeah. All the fingers. It's probably really hard to like have a, a meltdown in an accent that's not your own. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I, I, she did save this one voice for the right moment. Yeah, that was pretty sick. I mean, they they got that. It's a good music directing moment, I think. Yeah. They got that moment down to nothing, and then just like yeah, that was cool. Good impact on that moment, I think. I mean, the cue was tight. Yeah. Opening up the stage is very very good. 
Yeah, I mean, I... It's well sung. It is, and something I'm thinking about, too, is that, like, you know how you have to, like, adjust things for audiences of the times with theater? I feel like because of the set... I mean, the way that Sondheim talks about it, like, he was like, some people, you know, did stayed away from Ethel Merman because she's too brash. <laughs> they thought, she's this is the brashest woman I've ever seen. <laughs> I would rather like the sugary slime Mary Martin. She looks... T- I mean... That's what, that's what Sondheim judge, says in the if book. If I can judge her personality only by that interview, she seems like a perfectly, like... I don't know. She doesn't seem that rude. She no, I know. She was being really polite. She yeah. was wearing a silly kind of hat. I yeah. think that's what they mean is that she's kind of wacky, but they, they think that's bad. That's, she's yeah. a comedian. Right. A comedian. Yeah. Um, and but women shouldn't be that in 1960. A comedian. He calls her a low comedian. Oh, my God. But a good one, I hasten to add. He says, <laughs> I hasten to add, like, five times in the chapter. I, just, just skimming it. Um, but I, you know, well, he says that a lot. That's we're gonna a, need to talk about Sondheim, I think, in another episode too, because there's Sondheim's take on this show. Yeah, and also just the lyrics in general, because yeah. I think the lyrics are dope. Yeah. I mean, also, I think that's just like that's a good uh, aspect of my take too, is that it's just like this is just like these guys are like getting really good, or they like found mm-hmm. this show that was like their formula to like it was really easy for them. Like he yeah. says, like. Um, having like a self-deluded main character who gets to like realize they've been living a lie slowly throughout the show is like that it's like candy to a baby for a 50s playwright right (laughs) yeah so they're like we do this in no time Uh sometimes like let me just think of three things my mom said (laughs) and that's when you got whole songs yeah we should should we just cover all the sondheim stuff in another episode i just wanted to see some comparison stuff yeah, like, cause, that's a good call. I mean, this could be a good way in lieu of, like, looking at the actual script, how True. we feel about the actual show. That could be the take of this first and maybe second episode. That um, The comparison of these performances? Yeah. Uh, I mean, not necessarily just that, but also just, like, looking at yeah. the, the actual, like, what's there. Like, True. I have um, my issues with this one, too. I mean, yeah. like... For one thing, you can see all the fucking tape on the stage. Well, I think that's cooler than I think. You're right. That is cool. There's that's so cool. much. <laughs> that did not take much convincing. <laughs> I was like, wow. I, I, was, I mostly wanted to bring it up as something I noticed. Yeah. yeah. Um, but well, then you remind you made me realize I like it. It's definitely an unflattering angle, and the bootleg nature of it probably doesn't help. Um, but I also like it because I feel like I'm there. Yeah, that's true. Um, but also, one thing I thought was funny about the the. Um, Imelda opening Jocko sequences. There's so much stuff. There's so many fucking kids. Yeah, there's a lot so of many kids. kids. And this is more like bare. There's only like, I don't know, six of them or something. Yeah, I think that's a little better. Um, And to me, I think that's cooler because it's like, I mean, first of all, it's less disorienting because this opening yes. scene, that's one of the things I wrote down, is so disorienting. It is, yeah, it really is. Um, first of all, you're seeing something right off the bat of this show mm-hmm. that is like not a very familiar thing to a lot of people which is like a kind of like 1925 kids vaudeville yeah but like also like a rehearsal of it yeah Um, and it's like uncle jocko has a very disorienting part to play yeah because he has to if you like the opening lines where he's like yada yaing through like the like the tech of the show yeah and he says all these these lines i gotta look at the script because arthur lawrence wrote all these things like he basically like had to write out like an encapsulated version of like all the like 
prelude that this character Uncle Jocko had to play to present these kids, which I think is a cool yeah. thing if you think about it. No, um, I think that I think that references to vaud the vaudeville shit is really um, dope. I feel like there's like this generational thing of like they were just close enough to it but didn't live through it. Yeah, but they could imitate it in this way that like nobody, very few people can verify that it's like not true, but everybody kind of like. Well, yeah, because it's a, it's an approximation about, like, what audiences or what they know about yeah. showbiz. Um, and, and Passed the, down through, like, theater and <laughs> Yeah, stuff. which is why it's also, like, I mean, a musical fable. It's also, like, yeah. a showbiz fable because... That's true. <laughs> it's, like, these ubiquitous themes of uh, show business and... It's, and, like, equivalent of people of our generation writing about the 80s. Yeah. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. It's like, all I gotta do is watch Ferris Bueller, and I'm like, I get the picture of how it was during this time, and I That's got right. this. Yeah. Otherwise, it's like, you're still playing with these these uh, mm-hmm. tropes. Today. And it's also, like, just the trick of art that you can do that by yeah. putting an audience there. Like, you don't have to know exactly what it was like in the 80s, but you can give the illusion of the 80s by, like... Ronald Reagan is president. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You in this case, the they screen. say 1925. Yeah, um... In the in all the version, yeah, um, but it's it's so disorienting, and the the pacing of the Imelda version is like I was like yeah, it's I think so, it's a rough start. It's so quick, and he's not delivering the lines like in a in a good way. It's weird to go from that to some people. Yeah, that's true. Um, Which I think is more normal in Patty. Yeah, I think I think that Arthur Lawrence in general is like probably he knows the material. Yeah. He's a little bit smarter with it. Yeah. Um, better director. Um, what else? Um, yeah, it's just a better version. Okay, and then also, no offense to the actress who played uh, um, Louise in mm. the Melda version, but I don't like that her version of uh, Little Lamb is like so well sung yeah do you know what i mean i know what you mean i was like Um, get out of here it's like that character like i don't know i guess it was i was kind of forming a take that maybe her take on the character was like no this is a um this is a louise who like has always had these urges to like perform and stuff um and like has this maybe like secret ability or something okay um not not that explicit, not like not the secret ability thing, but at the always urge to perform. And there's some truth to that, I think, because she also has the scene with um, whatever um, Dallas or whatever the fuck Tulsa, Tulsa yeah. later, where she's like dancing. Well, you know, um, it's like I feel like the character can be kind of like unbelievable if it's played. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. like it's it's like the lines. Just the whole character is kind of like like weird and it's just like a certain way because yeah. it's like this idealized image of a person that's like it's like being kind of like led up to be that because that's her whole like her whole thing is like the transformation yeah and so you're supposed to kind of like see it coming but i yeah. think that they went a little bit too on the nose with this one uh-huh um i think <sighs> yeah i think laura benanti so much better. Like Who's Laura Benanti. She played Louise. Oh yeah, in, she uh, killed it in this one. She killed it. Yeah. Um, Which all the way she all the way all yeah. the way, she grows up so fast in the show. 
They um, all they all are adults suddenly. I'm always like, whoa, yeah. this is different actors. But now. she does a great. I mean, talk about physicality. She does a great job of keeping that child. Yes, the transition is she way like more smooth. I just remember she's like so still. She like hunches up her shoulders. Yeah. Um, it's like it's a real like, yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of physicality to it. I yeah. think. And then her version of I just want to maybe. I think she just rocks. Yeah, she's great. Her version of Little Lamb is much more like. It's it's a much better tone for the character in general at this stage in the show, I yeah. think, which is, like, mystified, like, almost like, you know, I'm going to use a, a term that um, one of my teachers used as very, like, is it was maybe used to describe, like, some kids with, like, developmental issues mm-hmm. or something, but space cadet. Space cadet. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just yeah, kinda she's like, like real fucking space cadet. <laughs> When um, I hear people say things like that, I'm like, oh, this guy's a libertarian. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking knuckleheads. I don't even know if we're talking about the same person, but I think it just is true. Yeah. Um, where is it? It's just true. She's got it. She's wide-eyed. Yeah. She does it again. And also, time. she's, her again, physicality. I don't know if it was her choice or whatever, director's choice, but she's like, like this yeah yeah in the um Imelda version she like gets up and she's like yeah it's too much it's yeah 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 because we have to kind of like the the characters are such broad strokes we have to like form observations about the situation yeah like really fast because it's like years are going by yeah you know like the stock markets have crashed yeah so you really need to in these tender moments in the scenes where they take time which are the songs yeah yeah um you gotta really sell it, which is like why the again why the Patty version is so good because she's such a good actor singer. And Patty? I feel like yeah, and oh, yes. and Laura, it's yeah. so it's such a good combo. Oh, she's so sad in it too. I know, yeah. Because it's a sad song. She's really good at making her eyes just stay consistently wet, which is crazy. Yeah, to that me. is crazy. Because <laughs> they're not like she's not like crying. Her eyes are just staying wet. Which is just how that is fucking wild yeah. actor shit. Like I, I really want they, to think they it's got their to, fucking tear ducts under tight. Like control. okay, Th- think about like okay. I can't make my eyes even a little bit. I wet can on like command. I can like stress pressure in my foot to like tense it up, <laughs> but an actor can make their eyes like consistently yeah. wet for like an extended period. Yeah, you're talking like, about your foot, and they're doing this magic work on stage. I don't you know. Just keep bringing up your foot. <laughs> You know? I mean, it really hurts. Uh, yeah, everybody keeps talking about that to me recently. But I, about my foot, I can do this like so easy. Watch this. Okay. Well, I can't see. I don't know if they're wet or not. You're just keep your eyes closed. But it's, I'm getting them ready. Okay. This is oh, this is the method. <laughs> they're really dry hard. as a bone. They are dry. Like I can't. I don't know. And it's like, I feel like sometimes I could do it in the morning because my eyes are like especially runny in the mornings. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. She's good. She doesn't move or anything. It's all... Well, she like... She's doing a great job of being like theatrical with so little yeah and 
I mean, it's not it's not like a situation where like, oh, this is one of like three numbers that I'm in, or one of like, I don't know. I guess she's in a lot of the songs, like a lot of the group numbers in the second act and stuff. But, um, in terms of solo songs, the character of Louise is probably like, you know, some actors might be like, oh, I really want to make this like a moment or something. Oh yeah. But she had the good. Humble. Good, um, Humble. Laura Bonanza. Yeah. Love you. In terms of, like, storytelling and, ter- like, the progression of the character, that seems like a, a better... <laughs> I just accidentally made a rude gesture on podcast. Podcast five. Do you think they'll be able to hear that? <laughs> no, maybe they can see my hand going up in a terrible motion. <laughs> my right hand they can they can hear the air whipping yeah as you, you can whip. hear nationalism as <laughs> as um i don't know um, yeah it's just better herbie's better oh I yeah i don't know i i think yeah he's great he's great i want to hear him because he does he has this one thing where he yells one time all right and i think he does he sells that moment in this And they're not, yeah, they're not like walking around a lot. They're just standing, which I think is just more yeah. like, you know, Arthur. He's like, he's an older guy. You know, he's like, this is, you know, this is how it's supposed to be. They're supposed yeah. to stand still. I want to read about the Melda version. I have an inkling, and I'll maybe correct this on the next episode. But I have an inkling that they were doing much of the original choreography because if you see again oh, yeah. at the credits original it says original choreography by Jerome Robbins yeah it says additional choreography by blah blah so I don't know well Some certain songs they used to, they said it was like two songs it was like oh the cow song and uh, the, and the okay. I don't know Even just watching half of this. Yeah. Because you can only see Patty in this version right yeah. now. They just track her for the whole time. I don't know how far. But even just seeing half of it, I'm just like, she's great, you know? Yeah. And look, yeah, look, she's like, she's being all, you know, sensual with it. Yeah. She's she leaning on a pole. And she knows how to. <laughs> That's the ultimate that, sensuality. That is the ultimate. I mean, I mean. Talk about like fellas. Yeah, <laughs> fellas. When you see when you think about Western sexuality, you think about Western sexuality. You think about leaning on poles. Yeah, you're thinking about going to the uh, going to the <laughs> water water park <laughs> with your buddies. <laughs> that those two things. Yeah. So either poles, either poles. women, Patty Lupone on a pole. Yes. Or men. Uh, you don't know. They're just parks. your buddies. Yeah. Whoever your buddies are. Yeah. I don't know. Either you love Patty Lapone or you love your buddies. <laughs> and that's what it means to be a man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But. But Herbie's thinking about the water. But, park, also but he's the, also seeing Patty Lapone. He's like, this is pretty cool too. Also, the the acting of the funny parts, quote unquote, funny parts of the song, the parts that get laughs, which is. Uh, interestingly enough, the same part that got a laugh in this song in the Imelda version is the mm. part Funny, I'm a woman with children. Yeah, she oversells a, it though. Who? Imelda? Yeah. Yeah. Well, she gets plays, a laugh. She played, but she, she like, like, um, 
the part the problem is nothing up to that has been funny in her performance yet and yeah. i feel like patty really sells the patty's very funny of the com- the comedy better earlier they both the do this we- it's kind of like built into the part but they do they both do this weird like um like cute voice right where it's like they it's like obviously like um there's supposed to be a contrast because they're doing it they're being a little coy or like yeah but they're doing it in this kind of like anxiety provoking way mm. um but i feel like patty just like well also especially in uh um you'll never get away from me yeah yeah i didn't see that with imelda uh, you should rewatch this version i think so i want that to. you haven't seen it since you watched it that one time yeah that was months ago oh yeah you should watch it again. i should watch it uh, and that'll inform our next episode. Well, you know, we'd like to end the episodes with, you know, letting the listeners know what we are up to these days. Yeah, that's right. And and just updating them on our stuff. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. we do that at the beginning. Sometimes we do it at the end, too. <laughs> so, that's true. Yeah. I just like to update people. Yeah. That's my update for the week. That's, that's Among it. Among others. Oh, what are the others? Oh, you go first. Okay, all right. So, as you last remember it, I was at the Steppenwolf Theater parking lot. That's right. And I was, my production was going really well. Uh Uh-huh. And then, unfortunately, Mr. Steppenwolf passed away, as you know. Right. R.I.P. Yeah. Abe Steppenwolf. Abraham Steppenwolf. Yeah. God rest your mechanical soul. You know, he a lot of his parts of his bodies was robot uh-huh. at this time. That's right. Well, yeah. But the last human bit finally died, uh. and they had to blow him up. And they blew up the parking garage, too, so I don't have any more playhouse. Okay. Wow. Um, so where does a show go? This is interesting showbiz uh, material. Uh, where does a show go after their theater is that's no more? a good question right where does a show go after its theater is no more and look i got these kids here these kids are without parents or theater that's right their bus crash was one thing and they had to relive that over and over again i'm piecing this together i'm remembering this yeah the bus crash the parents uh, parents were in kid house house for kids (coughs) that's right kids house house for kids the parents actually die in the production so you did get to play it or once over and over <coughs> okay and we got new kids and new parents every night okay so it's now a you've form all... of waging a war <coughs> um, um uh, kids versus no 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 don't worry about my statements just now okay the thing is when you got kids and you just killed all ten of their parents <coughs> mothers and fathers yeah and you also have a play, but no playhouse. Uh-huh. What do you do with a play with no house? That's right. Are you following play with no house? What sort of um, uh, a place um, do you go to that could encompass both of these needs? Play with no house. Yes. And a <coughs> child with no parents. That's right. So we need somewhere... We need a house, and we need a place that they could play? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, a, pl- yeah, a playhouse. Yeah, oh, okay. For yeah. the play to happen. That's right, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what you need. But yes, that's true. 
that's true. And up until today, we haven't been able to find anything. Okay, well, today, yeah. But then today, something happened. Yes. The newest, this is, wow, this is breaking news. Yeah, so this was just, remember before the podcast, when I was jumping up and down? Yeah. And you weren't even mentioning it, you weren't looking at me, you were, you seemed like, um, like, disappointed. I was doing my uh, pre-show ritual, which you know about, um... So, yeah. I mean, there's but no reason to... Uh, no reason to tell us. Well, I can tell you, the listeners, if you like, you know what it is. I don't know why you're so surprised. But you're just saying that you're saying that there's no reason to disclose it. Oh, no, I'll gladly disclose it. I mean, I've taught the method to many people uh, over the years, but, I mean... You tell you can... teach it. Yeah, sure, sure. This is your, a method that you teach. Yeah. You, didn't, you don't remember this? This is my... I'm just clarifying. I mean, this is my 9 to 5. I mean, I just want... Because you said you had other updates and so maybe this is your chance to jump in oh is no i mean teaching, i can <laughs> teaching career uh it, it was but uh i, I want to hear the rest of your story first okay but what were you gonna say about well i was just i mean you came you at just, me you about disappointed you came at me about why you i didn't acknowledge you about the jumping um because i was making a lot of noise and yeah. i was like i was making this noise like <laughs> right right and i thought that was your Free show. Yeah, I do it before every show, but it's because yeah. I have exciting news all the time. I'm always doing this. That's right. You're always working. That's right. I don't, yeah, I don't, uh, yeah. I keep my phone all the way up, uh-huh. volume-wise, because uh-huh. I don't know when someone's going to call. And yeah. in this case, someone did call just before we were going to do the podcast. Yeah. One of my child actors yeah. called me and said, um, five words for you, Captain. That's what they call me. Yeah. These kids are loyal to you. Yeah, I, I didn't make them call me that. I asked them not to Whoa, at first. This is some real cult shit. And I, I, I'm starting to kind of like it right now. But they started, <laughs> they started, and now I'm rewarding them for saying it. Okay. But, but so they, they're but creating they, their own mythos. Sure, but they speak. started it. So. <laughs> okay. Yes. Right. Right. So, he calls me. and He says, Captain. <laughs> and by, the, by, by the way, I should mention this kid's name. This kid's name is Excuse Me. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, he chose that name. Excuse me. Excuse me. That's his character name or both, given birth both. name? Both. Live and give na- name oh. in life. Wow. Yeah. He really lives the part. No shit. Yeah, I'm really scared for these kids Excuse these days. Excuse me. Yeah. Calls me on the phone and says, Captain, I have five little fucking words for... They got foul mouths. Five little <laughs> fucking words for you, shitbag. Parents house. <laughs> house for parents oh. and i'm like wait that's not the title of the show excuse oh. me <laughs> excuse me excuse me but that's not the title that's a fun joke yeah oh, sorry I it's keep going it's yeah it's i mean yeah yeah okay but the par- does he like that joke he doesn't love it he doesn't yeah love i could it. see that he actually gets kind of upset about it okay but they're so loyal yeah. But they just, I mean, I can't. I mean, that's their, pretty low hanging fruit. Parents. Yeah. And they call me Captain. <laughs> <laughs> so if you think about just the implications of of what that means for these kids, I'm like their new parents. Now, d- <laughs> were you driving the bus? Or are you saying you killed I, them in the sense that I, you willed it to happen? Oh, this was your product. See, this is where we get into I mean, some, is... some direct statements that are recorded. Right. Remember, and we both have teams, but they aren't superheroes. 
You know what I mean? So, okay. It's really beckoned. Well, I know my team are yes. at least yes, Avengers. <laughs> Honorary, can at I least. Say, can I say, I feel like fucking Thanos right now, because... <laughs> I'm on top of the infinity spiral and it's making me laugh. I mean, in these kids' worlds, you killed about 50% yeah, of yeah. their life. I'm like Thanos for kids yeah. for my production. I mean, a, a kid has themselves and their parents when they're a child. Yes, yeah, so you killed half of their and so, whole world. Yeah. Like Thanos did with the uh, slap. That's right. So. I. Can so I you're saying I there's ask, a rework in... in excuse in, in, me. Yeah. What's up with what you said about Parents House House for Parents? And he says, yeah. Captain, I gotta tell you, I was in the McDonald's parking lot, sitting down here, counting what I have, and just owning it. And all of this was making sense to me as he was saying it. And But then he starts talking about how three shadowy figures came up to him, and I was like, huh? Wait a minute, I don't know this part of the story. Uh, excuse me? <laughs> Can you stop that? Oh, you don't like me to you don't like you don't like people when they touch this? Um Perry has a kind of a machine in this room. No, I have a thing over there that is uh um it's making me nervous. Just just an don't ac- an just, accident just, waiting. Just don't to do that. Okay. Well I won't mess with this machine anymore. Okay, but thank you. I also <laughs> won't ask you why you have it because I just feel like I've grilled you enough on this podcast that I don't need to ask about this weird thing that you have over here that's for you don't have to tell me what it's for okay well i'm not ashamed of it it's for grandpa and i have to keep it here in case he needs it what does he use it for that's between grandpa and the coaster manager yeah oh yeah who's the coaster manager um it depends on are you allowed to say depends on what park you're talking about let's say i'm talking about the the home park where you live with your parents. Home park? Where your parents live. Yeah. Who's the coaster manager of that park? Name him. Tedious Jack. <laughs> what? You've oh, met I... him. You met him when we went to the... In the opening of Crab Lord. Yes. You met him. Yes, Tedious Jack. He has like a a hook for a hand. Which it's is not a hook. Is... It's a grabbing implement. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah, well, I'm sorry. For, I'm sorry. That's yeah, he's not like, uh, you know, Peter Pan over here. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm Captain That's Hook. problematic. Yeah. I'm sorry. But tedious Jack, he Cancel also... you. Yeah, well... Mm, Hashtag well, Hookgate. <laughs> and I'm not laughing because of the hook. Because some, <laughs> if you do need that, there's it's fine. But what I'm saying is, Tedious Jack also, it wasn't just that. It was um, the way that he was... Does he is that a is it a physical disorder that makes him do the thing with the where he spits? Because <laughs> I felt like that was just he didn't like me. He no, was that's spitting his drink. That's at me. just. Um, but I didn't want to say anything because I didn't want to be able. That's just what is it called? Snuff. Uh, that's just tobacco. Yeah, but he yeah. was spitting it on. I mean, this me. is Virginia we're talking about. He was spitting it like it was landing like right under my eye. Yeah. And I was like, damn, I'm glad I didn't get in my eye, because that's probably burns you with well, tobacco. The, that's just what we call Jack's game. <laughs> that's, so that's, what that's just his thing. You call that Jack's game? That's what we've come to call it. It's not like, you know, that, that, could, be, call it that? that could be a problematic term in its own way. Jack's I'm just game. referring to it by a game, because it's not really pleasant for 
No. At least I, one of the parties. It ruined involved. my night. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, my face reeks yeah. of tobacco. I mean, he always, every night, he always got one person he does it to. No, and just... he wouldn't stop following me around. <laughs> <laughs> He's kind of a Jerome Robbins type. He sees yeah, he yes. sees the person in the room that he wants to <laughs> hone in around. on and then just... <laughs> <laughs> just like Jerome would And then you can do. hear the... As it hits your yes. face. Yes, and they would say that Jerome, that people would be like, people would try to, he would spit, and people would try to jump in front of yeah. whoever he was spitting on to yeah. try to get some of his spit because they were like, I wish I was being spat on by yeah. Jay. And then he also loved jumping, so if you jumped really well, he'd he would be like, well. nice jump. Yeah, nice jump. And he might cast you. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. He's got a lot of stuff to do these yeah. days. Yeah. The key was to jump in front of him at least three times, but that's everyone knows that. And you can't, it's like you don't get instruction books going into it. Mm-mm. You don't get to go, like kids go to college and they learn, mm-hmm. get your jumps, get your, you know, your slate, your jumps, your headshots. Back in the den, we didn't Back have in the to. Den. <laughs> we didn't have What did you do in the den? Uh, we were watching TV and, yeah. and it was fishing games on. My dad and I were in the den. And it is a great room. We have a futon there, which basically has so much beer cans in it that when you sit down on it, it's like crunch, crunch, crunch. Yeah. So that's the kind of stuff you do in there. But we we didn't used to have to mess around like that with the... You know what I was talking (laughs) about? We didn't have to do what I was just talking about. (laughs) Right. But today they do, and that's why I hate it. Um, yeah, I also remember what you were just talking about. And, um... Same. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> <laughs>